Blog Talk Radio. Got you. Welcome to the Madden Voice. Yes, sir. Glad to be here. Super Bowl 58. Yep. yep. And as we were just coming on the air, K-Star could never, ever get here enough time to do a sound check. So we are doing the sound check while we're on the show. K-Star, welcome to the Madden Voice. Got to make the show as authentic, as real, as organic as possible. Leave it to me to give you, all the listeners, that experience at home. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, you don't do a sound check while you're on the air. <laughs> Not how that works. <laughs> yeah, you actually do this for the show. Yeah. Hey, bro, let me spin um, it, okay? Yeah, you can yeah, you, yeah, spin it. And we are still waiting on Dr. Train. Um. I did the Steve to the Max show on Sunday. I've done it a few times with uh, uh, my boy Steve, uh, DJ Max, Julie, Jen, and uh, they had me on as a kind of a yeah, I guess for lack of a better word, special guest. Brings me on. They bring me on to talk football generally, and then you know I bring I generally bring. Although I don't have much energy tonight, <laughs> uh, we got a foot of snow in Connecticut, ladies and gentlemen. So. But um, oh God, I, yeah, yeah, for the snow today. But um, they bring me on to talk football generally, and, and it's funny because Steve, who I've known Steve, I mean, God, decades, almost doesn't really want to talk football, but he knew it was Super Bowl. We get there, and you know, um, he welcomes me and all of that, and then he says, "Okay, but the only thing is." I don't want to hear that name. I'm like, what name? And then Max says, Taylor Swift. He doesn't like talking about Taylor Swift. I'm like, why not? It goes, oh, because it gets off the rails. I'm like, but Steve, the one day that you actually want to talk about Taylor Swift is today. Like, This would be the valid day. If you're anti-Taylor Swift for whatever reason, this would be the only day that you kind of want to talk about her because of the Super Bowl. Um, 
so we we talked about it a little bit, but it was just it was just it was odd. Um, and 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 that their show goes kind of everywhere. There's no real like there's no real script. There's no real plan, which I guess is the beauty of their show. Julie kept Julie and Mac kept trying to bring it back. Well, you know, T, um, you know, let's talk Super Bowl. So. I mean, it's fun. It's a lot of fun. They have a. They have. They do it live. They have video cameras. Steve is a. Steve is a very sophisticated media guy, so he's got video cameras, like movie camera type stuff, like really nice equipment. And um, he 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 rents out his studio, and then he's got an extra room where you know Max said a couple of times, "Hey, if you ever want to do a show." You know, we could use you could use our other room, and I'm like, well, problem is I got a guy in Jacksonville, I got a guy in uh, Greater Atlanta, and I got a guy in Southern California. <laughs> I said, so getting these guys here ain't gonna happen. I said, but I appreciate it. So, but it was fun. It was still it was it was still a lot of fun. Just just the whole Taylor Swift thing. You know, he, I, I don't want to talk about Taylor Swift. Well, uh, yeah, okay, well, she's, she's kind of important these days. So, um. But um, and I was also this is also me stalling just a little bit trying to see if we can if we get trained to join us, but I I I, I don't get trained so. Um, Jay, what was your I don't know what was after watching the Super Bowl. What was your takeaway? I mean, did you walk away with anything noteworthy? Um, without getting into the details and specifics, because I'm sure we'll get into it, I'll just talk about the quarterbacks because that was a topic of discussion last week. And um, I know we had talked about Purdy and this being his opportunity to cement himself as being a legitimate quarterback or we would still have questions about him. And I feel as though he played well enough to be a legitimate quarterback. I mean, I, I didn't see anything that swayed me in the other direction where I still had question marks about him. He played well in the uh, – in the divisional series against the Lions, uh, he brought the team back. He made plays, and uh, he still continued to make some plays in in this game against the Chiefs. Both quarterbacks had the miscues, of course, but I thought he played well enough where there's really no more questions about his ability to play at at a high level. Okay, Jay Star, any any anything any takeaways from this game for you? I just thought it was like. Probably one of the more easily matched goals I've ever seen. Like every play was a struggle, you know. Like every play to grass was earned. Um, without getting too into the weeds of it, you know, I do think the Niners kind of blew it a little bit. But you know, the Chiefs always find a way to win. So I mean, that's just kind of part of the mo. But uh, I thought, like, um, like JB said, that Hardy played well, Mahomes obviously played well, and um, yeah, it was a uh, it was a very 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 tough game uh, for either team to win, and someone had to do it. So, you know, I listened to, as you guys know, a lot of the shows. I did not – I'm really not feeling undisputed anymore. It's just not – it's not doing it for me. I did not watch Undisputed yesterday or today, but I did watch a lot of the other shows and I also watched a lot of things on YouTube, a lot of the not primetime shows that, that, you know, the podcasts and interviews and stuff people had on, on YouTube. The only thing I didn't really watch was Undisputed, so I, have, I don't have that perspective.
know, I have to say I walked away still with questions about, and here, here's where I'm at on that. Um, and my questions are, is he MVP level? And, okay. you know, because throughout the year he was an MVP candidate. Throughout the year the debate was, is he elite or not? And I walked away still asking those questions. And here's where I'm at, simply this. If you flip quarterbacks, you flip them, and you put Mahomes on San Francisco, and you put Purdy on Kansas City, who wins that game? Conventional wisdom would say San Francisco. San Francisco had a stacked roster. Man for man, San Francisco probably had a better roster. You go man for man. Offense and defense, man for man. I'm not saying Purdy didn't play well. I'm not saying he lost the game. We're going to get into what I think, and you guys can agree or disagree, lost the game. But, and I think Shannon Sharp said it as I was trying to find my words. In this case, almost 70 minutes. Um, And look at the whole performance number of touchdowns, lack of turnovers, percentages, and all of that. And what I've learned about football is that can be very deceptive because I'll give you an example close to my heart, Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott had MVP numbers. On paper, that's your MVP, if you ask me. Who had a better overall performance on paper this year than Dak Prescott? The answer would be nobody, not Lamar not Purdy, the other quarterback, MVP quarterbacks. Dak had statistically the best performance of any quarterback in the league this year. But what did we all say? I agree with that, by the way. I agree that he's not the MVP. Why? Because this game comes down to moments. This game comes down to a play here and a play there. And I Dak did not do that for me when the Cowboys needed it the most this year. Yeah, he had a few games where he came through in the clutch, but at the at the most important times, San Francisco went to the Super Bowl. Buffalo, number two seed. Miami went to the playoffs. Dak played like Kaka. Playoffs, Green Bay. Jordan Love. Look at Jordan Love. Guy in his second year as a starter, first year as a starter third year in the league. Look at how he played. C.J. Stroud, rookie. Look how he played. Moments. Fuck the damn statistics. I don't care. Moments. When I need my quarterback to lead and perform, make the right throw, make the right decision, make the right read, Dak failed. I'm saying Purdy's not there yet. He's young. He's only in his second season. This is what I. This is why people talk defensive about Brock Purdy. Like, hold on for a minute. We're not. I'm not saying he's he's gonna, you know, he's a bottom feeder. He's just he's in the end of the second season. But I walked away still thinking he's got something to prove for those reasons that I said. Now, as I'm as an MVP caliber player, right? Excuse me. 
as an MVP caliber quarterback. Is what you're saying? Like he's got some proof from that. Yeah, as a, not, yeah, not from like as, overall as, like. No, he he obviously deserves to be in the league. He obviously deserves to be one of the top 32 starting quarterbacks in the league. He obviously could, you know, I, I think you could you could rationalize him as a – he's definitely in the top half of all the quarterbacks, maybe yeah. top 10. I, I don't know. It's, it's hard. You know, that, that type of stuff is always difficult when you start counting out all the premier quarterbacks and it, does he fit as a top 10. So that part of it. Right. But he absolutely is a starter. But when you start talking about elite – I don't see it yet. I don't. I don't see it yet. And that's what I walked away saying, man, man. And there were, you know, there were a few throws here and there. Mahomes makes those throws. Fuck it. He made those throws. Not makes them. He made them. Purdy didn't. And so that was my takeaway. Yeah, he ain't there yet. That 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 was it. Now before we move on to the next topic. You know, Case, I'll start with you. You've been the biggest Purdy, you know, bandwagoner that there is. Do you disagree with anything mm-hmm. I'm saying? A little bit. I mean, I guess the way you qualified at the end about MVP team is a little different. To me, he's still a really, really, really high-end good quarterback. I think to me, he proved that his playoffs by the come from behind performances. He has future moments, especially against the Lions in that championship game, down 17. You know, I thought he played well on Sunday. Um, obviously, not better than Patrick did. But, like, you know, I think wait, wait, wait. he played well. You think he played better than Patrick on Sunday? No, no, no. I said not obviously not better than Patrick, but he played well. Oh, 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 okay. I was about to say. Yeah, definitely not better. Than, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm not. Going I'm going to about to get into No, no. But I thought he played well. I thought he played a good game. I mean, Bruh. you know, it's just when you look at it, how they lost that game. I mean, nice with the ball on the ground several times in that game, and. That's great in the Caffrey is. I mean, damn, that first fumble was a big one, and obviously that pump return muff. I mean, to me, at the end of the day, Brock played uh, a clean game, got one of the best defenses in football. Um, was it perfect? Of course not. Did he miss a couple of throws? Yeah. Did Ayuk, for some reason, miss a ball in the end zone when he stopped? I don't know what the hell he was doing on one of the routes where he stopped in the middle of the end zone and then was up for the ball. Yeah. I mean, you know, but to me, he still proved. He, to me, this playoffs, he did prove he's a high-end quarterback. Um, I don't think he was on Mahomes level, but to me, he's pretty still. He's a really good player. So where would you where would you put him in if we were ranking NFC quarterbacks? Just NFC. NFC. Just NFC. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's, yeah. He's definitely in the top five of the NFC. Uh, let's see. There's there's stats. There's Dak and Purdy in their own tier. I mean, there's Jalen Hurts, I guess. Um, there's Off. Love is Love's up and coming. Off is there. Off is up and coming. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. You know, it's easy. Yeah, so it's me. Top five, but then when you start listing names, it's like, okay, where does he fall? Because yeah, yeah, it gets hard. But to me, he's he's right. He's him and Dak are up there. You know, like yeah, I think I think he's better than Love right now. I think he's better than off right now, not by much, right? But he is, and maybe maybe eventually that team will grow. Is he better with. than love, or did he? Is he better than love, or did he have a better team than love? I think he's better than love because while he had a better team, love made some like really bad decisions at the end of that Niners game that like wasn't because of players, just because of like 
just bad decision making. The interception he threw was like far like like versus the Vikings in that or versus the uh, Saints in that Super Bowl or in the NFC Championship game. It just was wild. But he's a second year or I'm sorry, he's a second year player, Purdy is, so I don't know, it's not by much, right? It's not by much. The level is really impressive. But I thought Purdy had a really impressive year and to me he's just a notch above, he got to the Super Bowl. Jay, what do you think? Um, I think given the context of your qualifications for MVP, I don't think I can disagree much for it. The comparison to Mahomes, um, I don't think that's fair because there's Mahomes is just so much above everybody else. I think he's proved it throughout the course yeah. of the season and also even more so in the playoffs. So to compare him well, to why, Mahomes. Why not, though? That, that was his opponent. Yeah, this is a who point, else are you compare him to? You, you on the other because, side of the game? Yeah, who else are you going to compare him to? Because Mahomes is just so much above everybody else. I mean, if we were to say like Lamar Jackson or or Dak or something like that, if you were to take Dak and put him on the Niners and take uh, Purdy and put him on the Cowboys, I mean that that would be an equal comparison. It's just the fact that Mahomes has proven and he cemented that proof during this postseason. It's it's just not a fair comparison because he's so much better than everybody else at that position. Well, let me, let me, let me, let me, in my defense, they just played each other. So you can't say it's not a fair comparison when that's all we did for two weeks, every show, you know, and, and, and the main, the main thrust was, can Purdy stand the pressure of playing against Mahomes? Because we know what Mahomes is going to bring to the table so can Purdy stand that pressure? Can he can he can he perform knowing if I throw an interception or if I don't get it done, that's the guy on the other side that we know what he can do. I'm still trying to prove myself. And so when I said flip flip rosters, you know, this was San Francisco had, let's be clear, they may have the best roster in football. You know, like on both sides of the ball. And so I have to I have to say because of the fact that they just played each other, I mean how how can we how I I'm not sure I understand how you can say yes Mahomes is great, but they both play the same position and they're opponents, so that's where to compare. I'm not I'm not picking Tom Brady who's retired and you know out of the league and saying oh he's not Brady like or I'm saying the guy you just played that's that's. Yes, yes, then, then I'll put it another way. Mahomes has no peers. He has no peers. So yeah. that's wrong. And, and with that being said, it's not a fair comparison because Mahomes has no peers. So, I mean, yeah, they played against each other in the Super Bowl. Granted, it's, a, it's an obvious comparison, but because of Mahomes' greatness and he has no peers, that's where I'm coming from. You had said yourself, switch, him and put him, switch each player and put them on different rosters put Mahomes on the Niners and put Purdy on the Chiefs, you could say the same thing Mahomes and everybody else because Mahomes has just cut himself away from everybody else. So that's why I said it, it's not a fair comparison. But if we were to do it, really, it's just, oh, that's a different story. Do you really feel that way about him against Mahomes against Joe Burrow? If we were to take Mahomes and put him on the Bengals and put Burrow on the Chiefs, you really think there's there's a noticeable drop off, bro? Well, it, it, it doesn't change anything. I still say Mahomes would win. Do you think there's a noticeable drop off between the two? I mean, I don't think yeah. I don't think 
I don't think Purdy is as good as Burrow. But you say would 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 the difference be the same between the two? Would the Chiefs still or whoever the quarterback would be on the Chiefs versus the player you just took him off of and put Mahomes on whatever team that you put Mahomes yeah. on minus the Chiefs, would you have the same outcome? And I'm saying whoever you put Mahomes on, I'm taking him. So whether it's Mahomes and right. Burrow, whether Mahomes and Purdy, it wouldn't make a difference. But Burrow is beaten. Burrow has beaten Mahomes and went mm-hmm. to the Super Bowl through Mahomes. So, mm-hmm. so, so we we and Brady beat Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Right? So so Mahomes right. is not invisible. And, and 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 to go back to being Brady's the goat, so we'll leave Brady out. But Burrow beat him. Right? And we don't know what would have happened this year if Burrow had stayed healthy because Cincinnati was on the move. Cincinnati was making that move and then Burrow got hurt. So there is another quarterback out there who has shown, even though conventional wisdom is, you know, Mahomes is, is the man. Got it. Don't disagree with that. But there is another quarterback out there lurking who's saying, wait a minute now. I've been hurt. Hold my beer. I may be, 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 be you know, the Mahomes whisperer. Don't forget about me over here. And I'm just saying, Mahomes mm-hmm. wins. I don't know right. that I can say that about Mahomes. I don't, but I, I don't know that I would say that about Burrow. If they're playing and you flip them, I'm not sure I'm going to go with Mahomes because Burrow has already shown. So I get what you're saying because I think what you're really doing, Jay, and I know there's more you want to say, so I'm going to shut up after this, but you're, you're kind of proving my point that Purdy ain't there. That's really what this is because they're both quarterbacks. And, you know, Burrow is my example. I don't know that we could say the same thing about a Joe Burrow because he's already proven what he can do. But go ahead. I'm, I'm going to let you, let you keep well, going. I mean, yeah. For, well, I mean, if you're going to break it down in that sense, because I don't, I don't see it the same way as what you were saying before, but I'll go with the latter. If you're saying Purdy is simply not there, then that's, a, that's an agreement right there. I think that's an obvious statement. He's not there. I wouldn't – going back to your comparison, though um, – out of all of them, Burrow would be the one that would give Mahomes the best shot because he has done it before. I'm saying right now, definitively, I would still take Mahomes myself, even though, yes, we have seen the track record of Burrow. But, no, Purdy is not there yet. And Where do you I think, think he is? Who, we, we got many people that we're Purdy. talking about. Where do I think? Purdy? Purdy. Um, I was, I, I'd have to go through and try and pick my brain. I believe off the top of the head he's probably around 10. But then I'd have to really go through every single quarterback. Minus we can we can knock out the Falcons, we can knock out the Bucks, we can knock out the Panthers. There's several teams that we can knock out, but there's still going to be probably a good dozen, maybe fifteen, probably sixteen teams where I would be able to try and really figure out where Purdy lands. I would say. Off would you say he's head, really good? Would you say he's a really good quarterback even right now? I think he's yes. I think he's a really good quarterback. Um, okay. But he is not. He's not on the Burrow level. He is not on the the Mahomes level. He is not in the elite category yet. Does not mean he can't get there. But he's not there yet. Now, he's where you probably may have been going if he did pull this one out and beat Mahomes. Now we have Almost. a different discussion. Definitely Almost have a can. different discussion at that point. <laughs> Say what? So he was close. I mean, we can, it, we can, well, I mean, close only counts in happens. Both happens, 
Hayes. You do it or no, you don't. you're right, but this is the best. But, but also, um, came at home but, to, but to your point, K-Star, he's, he's close. If you're going to be in that discussion and still lose, you have to make plays that helps propel your team to a point where you're not even part of the equation as to why you could have, why you did not win the game. You see what I'm saying? Can you dig it? Done... Can you dig it? Can you dig it? If you've done everything you possibly can do, if you've done everything you possibly can do to will a team to victory and you still lose, if that were to be Purdy in this case, different. that's a different piece right there. If he played mm-hmm. flawlessly, different piece. But he didn't play flawlessly, and he did Mahomes. No, but no. Purdy had more to prove in terms of um, where he stands, whereas Mahomes is just already on that path. He's just trying to collect because he's already cemented his legacy. Now he's just trying yeah. to really act in stone. This time next year, we might have a different discussion. He's still got a lot of work to do, but he's he's on the right path right now. He just has to be able to carry a team and not just be part of the equation, and that remains to be seen right now. So back to T, no, he's not on Mahomes' level. Nobody is, but he's not even part of the elite just yet. He's not there. So I agree with that. Yeah, and I think that's really where I'm at, where, yeah, we can put Mahomes on the top. We can say Burrow might be because he's done it, because healthy Burrow beat Mahomes. So we might put Burrow on the next level because the problem, again, with Burrow is he gets hurt. It's not it's not just one injury, you know. Um, so on that second level, we might have Joe Burrow. And then there might be – we might talk about Lamar, although, again, it goes back to moments. Lamar didn't <laughs> show up, right? So, you know, is he really second level or do we go drop him down to third? I put Dak on that third level, frankly. You know, I think that second level is for the dudes that, you know, it, it. and then Josh Allen, he confuses me. One week he looks like he belongs on that second level. One week he belongs on that third level. You know, you got Jared Goff. Where do you put Jared Goff? Where do you put Matthew Stafford? You know, where do you put, you know, Deshaun Watson, um, who's another guy who can play at a high level but has been hurt, right? So it, it's so difficult. You know, and then the, the other thing I thought about because I was listening to um, – this similar discussion on one of the shows and I kept, I was getting so frustrated because there was one side of the conversation that was really defending Brock Purdy. And there was the other side of the conversation that was kind of saying what I'm saying. And then I said, well, you know, there's Eli Manning and the fact that he beat, did y'all hear his little, his little rap, his little (laughs) Tom Brady's the goat. I'm nice. But I beat Tom Trady in the Super Bowl twice or some shit like that. It was pretty funny. But, <laughs> but Eli, on no level, is as good as Peyton Manning. Oh, hell no. Okay, on no level, is as good as his big brother. But they both got two Super Bowls. And Eli beat the GOAT not once, but two times. Moments. In the biggest moments, Eli. And, and, hey, I remember both those games, and I know it was defense, but right now, it doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> He's two-time Super Bowl champion. I believe he might even be a two-time Super Bowl MVP, but don't quote me. But, and he beat the GOAT. And, and he ain't even – he can't – he cannot hold Tom Brady's jock. 
but he beat him twice in the Super Bowl. Guess what? Eli Manning going to Hall of Fame. He's going to Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Book it. May not be yep. first ballot, but he's nope. going to Hall of Fame. Okay? Yeah. Book it. And so these are the things I look at. Troy Aikman, right? Troy Aikman was a very underrated quarterback in a time where it wasn't really a passing era. Three Super Bowls. First ballot Hall of Famer. You know, when the, when, when the Cowboys needed a play, Troy Aikman made that play. When they needed a pass, he made that pass. Why is Michael Irvin considered great? Look at his stats. 750 catches. He only have 1,000 catches because he got hurt, you know, and his career ended a little bit too, too, too uh, soon. 750 catches. Look it up. Why is he in the Hall of Fame? Yeah, he got three Super Bowls. Moments. When they needed, when they needed a catch, Irvin made the catch every single time. Every What's single his time. nickname? Playmaker. Exactly. Every single time. So, so I'm waiting to see if Purdy goes to that next level and becomes a playmaker, my brother, and if he becomes a guy who elevates a team when they need it the most. I don't I know. So, so uh, I'm going to read you a quote actually from Spagnola, who's a coach of the game, which I thought was interesting because it invoked a name that he is a huge fan of. Uh, this was reported by Albert Breer. I had it right in front of me. He says, One 49ers fans was reporting this last night. Some may question Brock Purdy, but Steve Spagnuolo and Chiefs defense staff do not. They were blown away by how he ripped apart their zone looks. Some of the coaches they were telling me, telling me he sees Drew Brees' qualities in Purdy, but isn't quite there yet. Man, cut it out. <laughs> cut it out. Qualities. Qualities. It doesn't mean he's cut a good guy. I'm trying to say. Cut it out, my God, the blasphemy, Drew Brees. They're not saying he's pretty. They're not saying they're not saying he's Brees, but they're trying to say that he has um, some very strong traits that remind them. Has somebody else said that he he like Joe Montana? Cut it out! Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! I'm not even going to dignify that with a response. Let's see what happens next year. Let's see yep. what happens next year. Um, all right, so. 49ers lost. Shanahan, big goose egg, and it's the bowl as a head coach. Uh, and then as an OC, you know, blew a 28-3 lead um, when it, it was, he was OC over in the, uh, the Falcons um, behind uh, uh, Mr. Quinn, who's in Washington. And, well, I ain't getting into any of that tonight, but future show, we're going to get into all that coaching stuff, but not tonight. Not in the mood to talk about all that, because that, that's so next season. We've got plenty of time for that. But, um, I'm curious, Jay, I'll start with you, and, and just to recap for anybody out there listening, went into overtime, and so the, the playoff rules give the, so in the regular season, Team goes down and scores a touchdown in overtime, the game's over. If they kick a field goal, the other team gets a chance to tie um, or win it with a touchdown. Regular season. In, in, the, in the playoffs, both teams get a possession. That's a change from a game a few years ago between Kansas City and uh, Buffalo where 
Kansas City ended up winning because they got the ball first, and Buffalo never had a shot. And so the competition committee got together and said, well, it's the playoffs. It's not fair. So whoever gets the team first has a chance to get the ball first has a chance to win. And I know college football does something um, a little bit different, but both teams get a shot, okay? And the big controversy is why would you take the ball? Wouldn't you get the other team the ball? If you know you're getting the ball, wouldn't you want to see what you need to do? If you stop the other team, you know, hey, all I got to do is get to maybe the 40, 35, 40, kick a field goal, game's over. If they get a touchdown, then you know you got to go down touchdown or the game is over. But you're better prepared if you um, kick and don't receive. Shanahan said that he wanted the ball third. So issue number one, does that make sense? So they score, we score, or I'm sorry, we score, they score, then we get a chance to not win the game. Because if you get the ball third and you score, no matter what it is, game's over. It doesn't go back and forth anymore. So issue number one, does that make sense? Issue number two, 49er players didn't know the new rule and and admitted it. So, K-Star, I'll start with you. Do you think that decision maybe contributed or even cost San Francisco, the Super Bowl? Not at all. To me, not at all. The only reason why I feel is because their goal was to go out there and score a touchdown. Um, they got the field goal. Obviously, Kansas City scored a touchdown, but the fact of the matter is if they do score a touchdown or Kansas City does, or even if Kansas City is held to a field goal there, you want that ball in sudden death, in a sudden death situation. That is a... <laughs> a very valuable edge, I think, more so than it is to know what exactly you need. You know, because if San Fran has scored that touchdown, the only thing Kansas City knows is they got to score a touchdown or they lose, which means they already have pressure on them, more pressure than, you know, maybe that first possession would have realized for that team. So to me, that third, that third possession is extremely important because either way your goal is to score a touchdown, right? And from that point forward, all the players know that offensively. Defensively, you know, all right, we held them a field goal. We got to get a stop. That doesn't really change how they played the game, in my opinion. That third possession would have been huge and key, I think, for them to get the ball, thir- uh, get that ball in that situation. So to me, they don't have an impact. All right, Jay, educate them, teach them something. Go ahead, Jay. Well, to answer your question, I'm not going to completely say that it cost them the game, but it sure as hell put them in a precarious position. You're asking or or expecting to get the ball when there's really a chance that you'll never get the ball if you're talking about for a third time. So, Kesa, you you kind of veered off from where I thought you were going. I thought you were going to say he should have um, let let, uh, the Chiefs have the ball first because, like you said, it's the reason why folks call timeout. The defense wants to see how the offense is set up or vice versa. I want to see what the Chiefs are going to do. If they come down and kick a field goal, then I know I just need to score a touchdown. If they score a touchdown, I need to score a touchdown. And if they only went for one point, then I know I got to go for two if I want to get this over with. You're not guaranteed a third possession. That's the whole point of it all. That's why you defer giving these new rules. You're still trying to score a touchdown no matter what if you get the ball first. You know? but, 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 it doesn't, but then if that's the case, just go ahead and score 
and then the, then the, the um, team that's going to get the ball back, they can score, and now they got a chance to get two points instead of just kicking the extra point and, and they still win. Yeah, that so part's true, and that's part, and that's fair. But, and that's but that's, 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 that's my but that's my entire point. That's why I said this whole third possession stuff. You kind of missed me with all that because there's no guarantee you're going to get a third one. Team um, uh, San, San Francisco gets the ball. Kansas City gets the ball. Whoever gets the ball first, the other team will get the ball second. There's no guarantee that there's going to be a, a third possession for for anybody. There's just no guarantee for it. So if that's what he was truly shooting for was to uh, get the ball back so in total it would be a third possession, you're crazy. There's no guarantee you're going to get it back. So why take the chance of having the ball first? Now the pressure is on your team because if they kick a field goal, which they did, now Kansas City knows all I got to do is score a touchdown. If I kick a field goal, worst case scenario is now y'all get the ball again, and then maybe I could stop you, and then it's my turn. But if you let the other team have the ball, you get to see what they're going to do. Now you know how to play it. And they didn't, and, and he did just the opposite. That's why it's a head scratcher because there's no guarantee you're going to get it for for a third time. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's funny because um, when I watched the post game press conference, because I fallen asleep, woke up, rewound everything, watched it all, and now I'm wide awake. So then I was able to watch every interview. I watched every, you know. And I'm listening to Kyle Shanahan, who I think is an, is an extremely good coach. But we get back to the moments, right, moments. And I said, is that Mike McCarthy dressed up as Kyle Shanahan? Because that's some <laughs> shit Mike McCarthy would have done. That's the fuck I saw. That's some bullshit Mike McCarthy would have done. It's like, you know, and, and, and that's no slight on Kyle Shanahan. I think he's an exceptional coach. But we've we've seen – this movie with Kyle Shanahan and, you know, some of his decisions that man, we go back to the Atlanta game, his offense coordinator, right? So I'm just saying. And I think the the rationale, Jay, Jay explained, and Jay and I did not plan this. I just know my brother. I know my brother very well. He knows me very well. And I knew exactly where he was going to go. That's why I said, Jay, educate him. I, I had no doubt he was going to say what he said because, the reality of it is you're not guaranteed a third. It's a 10-minute quarter. Now, obviously, in the Super Bowl, you know, I, I guess I don't know matter. what they – Yeah, that that doesn't matter. But the point is you're not guaranteed. If you get the ball second, you have all of the control. Worst-case scenario is you could tie their touchdown and make a decision to go for two and win the game. You got that one two-point, you know, the Philly special or whatever, that one golden two-point conversion like, like Dan Campbell likes to do. You can make that decision and say, okay, guys, you know, like Bill Parcell said, this is why you lift some weight. This is why, you know, let's go, get, let's go win this game. But when you get the ball first, you, you're, you're taking that away from your team. They do not have the control where, where they, they can make the decisions that are going to lead to winning the game. And so that was a very puzzling decision um, for the head coach, you know. And I, I won't go so far as to say it cost them the game. Some people are saying that. I don't know. It's no. You know, it's a 60-plus-minute game, and a lot goes on. And, you know, the turnovers and the punts, and, the, you know, there's, there's a lot that goes on in the game, a lot. But damn it. <laughs> damn now, you guys, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah that you guys are right. You guys are right. The more we talk about it, um, honestly, it's the first time I heard the third possession 
claim. I didn't realize he said that. And then when he said it to me, I'm like, okay, well, I guess I can understand that a little bit. But I do agree that, you know, you just go for fucking – or you just go for two maybe if the other team scores a touchdown or you just – you know, you have all the power to really decide how you want to play it. Um, and you're definitely not guaranteed that third possession. Actually, it's actually probably rare in which a third possession would occur because the only situation right. it does is where both teams are for field goals. So, yeah, I think uh, I, I, I agree with you, get, or, I agree with you on that. Or an extra point. Or they just match each other for touchdown yeah. and point after yeah. or two-point conversion, whichever one you want to go. Yeah, the third position is really uh, unlikely, so I, I changed my what I What I don't know, and maybe one of you guys caught it, if the game if the game ends in a tie, do they start a brand-new quarter or do they continue? So, in other words, is it is it like – is it that fifth quarter is like the fourth quarter or is the fifth quarter like the third quarter? Do you guys know the answer to that? Uh, I I do not. I didn't catch it uh, myself. I don't either. I'm not sure. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna look. I ain't gonna look it up now because it's, it's a moot point. But I'm just curious. What would how would they? What would that change your opinion on that? If, if uh, no, it, would, it wouldn't change my opinion, and I still think it was stupid. But um, yeah, I was I was just curious if Mahomes doesn't score that touchdown and instead they kick and tie it. Wait a minute. See, they won by yeah, they won by three. So. They were down by three. Uh, I mean, yeah, they won by three. They were down by three. So what would have happened if they kicked field goal, tied the game, and then, you know, and then, then what happens? Do you start a brand new quarter over or do you just continue? Because right. I, I'm sure, and if they don't have that figured out, they better go figure that out because that could very easily happen in, in, a, in a Super Bowl where, you know, we're driving, we're, it's a tie game, we're driving, and we run out of time. So what happens now? Does that team keep the ball and keep driving? And that would figure in somebody's planning. Well, we know there's two minutes to go. We've got the ball to tie score. Do we rush and do the two-minute drill to try to score? Because at the end of this, it resets, and we're doing another coin flip and another, you know, or we can take our time knowing that it's really the third quarter and we're going to go into the next quarter. So that would be kind of a huge thing to know. And I'm sure they, I'm sure there's a decision but we've never seen it. So I would be curious. My gut tells me sudden death means you play one quarter at the end of the quarter. Now you go to another one quarter and you keep doing sudden death quarters till the game is over. That's what my gut yeah. tells me that it's not a continuation. Okay. You got 10 minutes score, win the game, or we're going to keep resetting it and keep re-kicking until somebody wins. That's what my gut says, but I, I don't know. So I'm going to look it up one of these days. <laughs> What I care well, about. Okay, this. Um, I will say this. The Rock says nothing. Joe Brony, the committee for changing the rules, I applaud them because I think this this was much better than what we had seen in prior years where it's obvious uh, whoever gets the coin flip comes down and kick a field goal, game's over. I hated that. I really did. And I'm glad yeah, that no. they changed it versus what the regular season is because it is the playoffs. It is yep. winning goal home. So I'm glad that they made this change. So I, I want to just throw yeah. that out there real quick. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and on a side note, case are you happy? You got you got your little match. You got your Roman Reigns and Cody. You got your little I match. Am. All you, all you, know you Cody cried out there. Yeah. Fucking <laughs> you guys, you guys I, ruined I am happy. the best no, storyline. Dude, I we saw Cody tea. and Roman a year ago. The best it's only going to get better. Tea. In the, tea in is the only going to get better. 
It's Dude. only going to get better. I promise. Dude. I promise you'll, Dude. you'll Dude. like it. And you know what? Dude. And you know what else? Dude. It's going, to, it's going to be – The Rock was still – hold on, The Rock. Dude, I don't want to see a tag team. I don't – No, 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 no. I'm telling you, I, I, The Rock is going to be so intertwined in the story that guess what? This is a prediction. I could be wrong. I bet he's the reason why Cody wins or why he holds off I don't Roman's care. Antics. I don't care. But, but Cody, he, it's going I, to get you Rock and Roman at WrestleMania 41 is what I think this is leading to. Dude, That's what I'm trying to say. we should have had this – we should have had this a year ago. It didn't come through. Rock already came out and said we, we, were, we were planning it. It was going to happen. And then his words, I wanted this to be a story. I wanted this to really work. We didn't have the right story, so we pulled the plug. Yeah. We had, we, dude, he came, he came out. He said, I'm going to a restaurant. Should I, sit at, should I sit in the booth? Should I sit at the counter? Or should I sit at the head of the table? Everybody lost their mind. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's happening. We all said that. Then Cody comes oh. out because he wins the Royal Rumble. Mistake on the, by the WWE. Should have had Cody win the Royal Rumble. Mistake. Mistake. Nevertheless, Cody comes out, does the right thing, hands it off. They have to face off. Here we go. We were about to have two, three months of back and forth, you know, the rock, you know, it doesn't matter. And we were about to have all of that again. And then Roman Reigns with his, you know, yeah, you, you know, you're past your time, old man, and this is my time now. And we're about, man, it was about to be, you know, and Solo and, you know, Solo stepping up to the Rock and Rock saying, sit your little punk ass out. Like, and this was about to be the shizit. And then be because, amazing, though. because, so be amazing. because the WWE, I cannot, we want Cody. We want Cody. Are you out of your Fucking my, we had. It's their fault. It's their fault. They booked, they booked themselves in that situation, T. That's their fault. They fucked that up. I agree. I agree. I they agree. really did. They made a mistake. <laughs> that said, any sophisticated wrestling fan, or most, there wasn't enough. So the WWE had no choice but to, to shift and say, okay, you know, we can't lose our fan base. So now they have to come up with this alternate storyline. The Rock's turning heel now. I'm hearing it. It might be. You, you saw Seth Rollins come out and say you're not going to have to fight alone. They're setting it up. They're setting up a tag team. Night one, tag team. Roman and The Rock versus um, Seth and, and Cody. Night two, Cody versus Roman. Okay. And then, yeah, you're right. Maybe now we set up WrestleMania 41, like, fucking cares about 41 this is 40 40 years bro big one so now we got set up 41 rock versus wait, wait, wait. T, T, T. do you remember how good cena and rock was do you remember what started yeah I, I i i do and i thought the second one was stupid i thought the first one was insanely good and then they, yeah, they, think, then they decided to run it back and i'm like why why well, i need to yeah. see this again i hear i hear that but for me if you remember like the whole miss thing rock interfered Cena, and that's kind of what set up the actual match a year later. I think that's kind of what's going to I just think they're going down that route, and I think it'll be really entertaining. And hopefully we get more rock because of it, because I'll tell you one thing. That was a really entertaining conference, and the the wrestling is way better with rock involved, period. Oh, absolutely. Having the rock involved, he's still still, a good guy, but it doesn't matter. But I just think that, you know, okay, if they do it the way you say and we get a whole year instead of two or three months, 
and they yeah. do it similarly to where the rock, you know, he can, okay, I will come back on later and say, I was wrong. You were right. Now we got to get the rock and Roman Reigns. But you know what that means? That means Roman beats Kobe. Maybe. Or maybe. You see what I'm saying? Or because the whole we'll point see. was Cody said it. I want that title, but I want you to lose everything. Cody beats Roman. What's the so now the universal champion ain't the universal champion anymore. Now they're just fighting for the head of the table. Oh, that's cute. But the whole thing was for the Rock to take everything away from him. And we know the Rock wouldn't stay champion for long. Is you know we, we know he'd end up losing to somebody. I don't well, know, but I guess we'll, we'll see. But I, I have hope. I, I have hope because Rock's on the board of directors now, and that's, I feel like that's going to have him more involved than like you know just a couple months. I, I just I we'll just see. noticed we 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 we've got our uh, late arriving, but he's here, Doctor Train. Doctor Train. Hey, appreciate it, man. All I can do is apologize. Work, work ran much, much further than I, I thought. I looked at the time. I was like, damn. <laughs> okay, yeah, got to get told. So, obviously, you know, I'm going to rehash everything we already talked about, but I do want to ask you yes. one thought because it was a very interesting conversation about Brock Purdy. So, yes. um, if you don't mind jumping right in, but um, so. What was your takeaway after the Super Bowl? I'm not going to tell you where we all sat, although you might be able to guess, but what was your takeaway on Brock Purdy after watching the Super Bowl? Um, honestly, I, 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 I feel like Brock Purdy played like Brock Purdy. Maybe a weird way of putting it, but I stood by the stand, same stands I had all season long. Um, wasn't an MVP, MVP caliber quarterback that was going to be able to shoulder the weight. That's not the way the Niners were built. Um, he was built to have a lot of talent around him and be able to get it to that talent. Um, and honestly, I felt like with the way the game went, um, yeah, you can always say, oh, he could have played better, but I think he played as well as he could uh, based on how Spags, you know, and that defense mm-hmm. attacked him. I just I, I just do. I was like, well, that's, you know, yeah, the guy got – it's fucking it's his second year. <laughs> and <laughs> it's his fucking second year, and the guy, the guy had the team right there. So – I had some dudes that I'm in a text who were like, oh, Purdy is trash. I was like, dude, are you serious? Do you know how many teams would love to have that trash right now? I mean, yeah, just would. someone wicked with a wicked, with a foot with the it factor of understanding what he needs to do, you know, and he doesn't have all the gifted abilities as we know some of these QBs do, but he can he can get it done. I don't look at Purdy any different than I looked at him going in. Um, good quarterback but you're up against the best in the position good luck my man good luck I think I think in general that's kind of where we landed I mean I think his star felt a little more strongly um Jay and I were pretty closely aligned um, then K-Star felt a little little strongly. But overall, I think we all – first of all, we all understand who he's playing against, all right? And so, you know, that's it. What I said was um, he didn't hurt his stock. 
No. But he, he's still not there. He's still, you know, and, and here's what I said, you know, and I, and, I, and, I, and I made the honest comparison to Dak Prescott. Now, obviously, Dak just finished eight years, Purdy's, you know, in his second year. But the reason that I removed Dak from the elite conversation as I had him during the season is moments, you know. And I think when it comes to playing this game, actually, I think most games, most professional sports, you know, I, on paper, Prescott was your MVP on paper. Led the league in quarterback, led the league in, I mean, touchdowns, top, you know, top two or three in yards, um, uh, QBR, all that shit, 12 wins. Only one that had better was Lamar Jackson, but Lamar's numbers weren't even close. Um, on paper, Dak Prescott's your MVP. I know damn well Dak is not your MVP. Or Purdy. Yeah. Why? Or because Purdy. when Dak, huh? So, or Purdy. You can make a case for either one of those two by numbers alone, I think. Better yeah, but Dak has, Lamar by, Dak by has, the numbers. Dak has better numbers than Purdy. I'm just my saying point they, were is, they both were at the top. Well, let me let me let me make my train because you already heard okay, this. Trained it. My point is, Dak is not your MVP, and I have no argument with that. I, you know me; I'm going to defend my Cowboys when I need to. Can't defend Dak. Why? Because at the best, the best moments of the year, Dak didn't come through. San Francisco played like crap. Buffalo, number two seed in the, in the AFC. Chance to prove that you belong. Played like crap. Miami, playoff team. Played like crap. You know? Playoffs, need I say more. Played like crap. Don't let the 32 points fool you. Played like shit. So, for me, I removed Dak from elite because at the biggest moments, you didn't shine. Period. I'm waiting to see Brock Purdy at the biggest moment shine, and I'm not saying he failed. So, that's a, that's a credit. But did he elevate? Did he did he shine? And that's where I'm like, eh, I'm not really sure. And and so then I said to the guys, I said, flip quarterbacks. Kansas City's on San Francisco. I mean, uh, Mahomes is on San Francisco. Who wins that game? I think most conventional wisdom says San Francisco wins that game. Okay. Right. And they had, in my opinion, a better roster. So – can Mahomes get there? You said it. Say, literally, I, we said, hey, what are we talking about? Guy's in his second year, right? So Purdy's got enough time to, to change. Yeah. But right now, he's good, borderline great. He's awesome. But he's not elite. Guys, I just, want y'all to, I just want y'all to imagine something real quick. Y'all do realize that um, – Mahomes could have easily been a Niner. The Niners would have yeah. kept all of their picks, and they still would have built probably a stronger roster than they have now. Yeah. Fuck, it would be the scariest team in the league. <laughs> By yeah. far. Yeah. Yeah. That's... But, you know, this goes back to yeah. what we always talk about, and we always talk about quarterback, head coach, um, and I'm not going to rehash the uh, – I'll ask you quickly, um, what did you think of Shanahan's uh, decision to um, take the ball in overtime? I didn't have a problem with it. I, I, I'm, I, maybe I'm puzzled or missing something that – that because uh, you say he, he received the ball, right, or kicked it? He received the ball. 
he received the ball. That's what I thought. Okay. So, yeah, I, I didn't have a problem with that I, because the first the, the first touchdown wins, um, and they move the ball pretty well in regulation, even uh, even their last possession with except of that man running free. Well, no, I think that was an over. No, that was actually an overtime. But um, they, they moved the ball pretty decently in regulation. I mean, you gotta if you feel like that's your strong suit of your team, go with it. I don't think I would be comfortable giving the fucking ball to Mahomes and be like, yeah, defense, go out there and, and stop Mahomes from getting a touchdown. Man, I'm not doing that. Here's the thing. In in the mm-hmm. Super Bowl in the playoffs, you you you're guaranteed. Possession, you're guaranteed getting the ball. It's, so that so, is the rule, right? Yeah. Yeah. That, okay. That, so that's, that's what I thought. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. So I I thought I was missing something because when people were saying, I was like, why is it a why why is it a problem that he that he took it first? But I okay, that's what I thought. I thought the Super Bowl was different in the sense that both get a possession no matter what. Right. Right. The, the playoffs. Okay. The, yeah. Is it the playoffs? Regular season rule. Changes oh. in the playoff. Change, yeah, changes right. for the playoffs. Okay, so both get a possession no matter what. Okay, right. I mean, in that case, I guess I do understand the, the controversy. You Okay. Yeah, I, I get it. Okay. It's, it's, yeah. Yeah. But they more time on it because K-Star originally d- didn't get it, and then he heard me and Jay. Jay, Jay did a great job explaining it. Um, and then K-Star was like, okay, you guys are right. <laughs> you, you guys are right, I'm wrong. Um, it's, yeah. <laughs> okay, you're all right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, that helps. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Awesome. Um, uh, I do. I do. I'm just curious. Um, halftime show. I'm just curious what you guys thought of the halftime show. Okay. Uh, maybe I'll just speak first, just because I know I'm saying I end up turning into a groupie like way back in February of last year. Because I went to go see him in concert, and halftime show is only a taste of what that dude can do in concert. So I thought it was fucking amazing. Just as me. But go ahead. Okay. Anybody else? Right, I thought it was good. I think it started slow, um, a little too slow, given the expectations of what he can do. Um, to train to your point, I think once he got um, Alicia Keys in there, and then when uh, Jermaine Dupree and, and Luda and everybody else came in, that's when it really started to pick up. But it just kind of started slow. The, the rollerblading, that was tight. That was tight. I ain't going to lie about that one. That was pretty cool. Bro, check out the rollerblading in this concert. It's ridiculous. <laughs> oh, my God. So, so I'm a halftime show, not a concert. You only got, <laughs> the reason is you only got 13 minutes. That's all you get. So you think about having to create something in a little over 10 minutes that the whole world is going to see that right there, that just that alone is, is, is a challenge. Um, yeah. Okay. So what'd you think? Well, pretty solid. You know, uh, I definitely like the Alicia Keys part. Um, yeah, I thought they got, I thought he, uh, ushered as much as he could to maximize his time. That's for sure. Hey, that's my baby mama, by the way. Alicia Keys, just saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I met a lot of people. I met a lot of I got I got to give her a hug. So back up, back up off me. <laughs> <laughs> right. Your dumb That's ass right. let go. 
Hey, 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 Jay, you know how big I am? For security. <laughs> I, 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 I had no choice. Okay. Uh, even more reason. Nobody going to find it. Shoot. <laughs> what are you talking about? They, they were going to find me. What are you talking about? Um, <laughs> right. I, I thought. I thought he did a fantastic job, and I'm amazed. I, I, you know, I, I, you know, a couple people I know posted, you know, comments on the halftime show. I saw more negativity than I thought I would see. And then there was okay. one person. One person said, "While I wish that he would have brought on some different artists that more people know." I'm sitting there saying, first of all, <laughs> first of all, yeah, I, first of all. Everybody know Luda. If you don't know his music, you know his face from Fast and Furious, okay? Um, but Luda has definitely crossed over, so I think that's ridiculous. And you may not know Lil John, but you certainly know Turn Down for What, okay? Mm-hmm. That was one of the biggest songs in recent history, okay? Everybody, and, they were, and because of the power of the song, it's played everywhere. So you know the song, even if you don't know, oh, that's Lil John. Cause, you know, we knew it was a little child, but I'm like, right. you know, you, sometimes, sometimes people just need to like not talk. Just, 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 just shut up. Just it's, don't talk. It's little um, John, not Elton John. Right, 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 <laughs> um, right, right. That part. Um, it's basically the same. I, I give, I give Usher, considering the amount of pressure on a halftime show, and the dignitaries in the stadium, including Taylor Swift, but you had Jay-Z and Beyonce. You had, you know what I mean? You had, you know, um, I think, I think Usher nailed it. I think he killed it. And um, I have not seen him in concert, um, but this, as I posted on Facebook, this almost made me want to go see him in concert. Almost. I don't bro, know. If, too, I'm too, if he come near old. you and decent, bro, bro, I'm just saying. Bro. I'm just saying, T. I'm just saying, <laughs> hey, by the time you, you, you out, be invigorated with some youth when bro, you see that. Bro. I'm telling you, dog. This, this, this is from a younger guy who has no kids to an older guy who done raised two grown kids, bro. I, I don't have that. I'm anymore. just saying, you, hey, they going to be there with you. Just, you Hey, that's what YouTube is for, bro. I can sit right here on YouTube, right on my couch, bro. YouTube, man, that's my man. Yeah. It ain't the same, dog. I'm just saying. I done been there, done that. I done seen Stevie Wonder. I done seen, I saw Rick James in concert, bro. Okay, oh, you ain't got to talk to me about performers. I done seen, I done seen them all. I'm just, that, that whole going to a concert thing, the only way I would go now would be, one, I need a suite. I need, I need, I'm not sitting in the stands with a bunch of crazy fanatic fans. You gotta put me up in a suite. And secondly, I gotta I gotta it's gotta be like like say the casino. I don't know. I you know it could be a casino out there or we have two casinos here in Connecticut, right? And people come and perform. You get a room, you go downstairs and you go right to the arena and you watch the show. It can it can't be, you know, I gotta go pull up somewhere and park and I got I ain't doing all that. I ain't got no more patience. Make I'm too old for that. And you know, I know train. Well, we saw you, got, Vegas. you got doctor trained money, you know. Well, so we I, saw I, him I in Vegas, man. Talk. It was. It yeah, was, that's know. what I'm saying. Like Vegas, like yeah, like I like I've been to Vegas. Like, hey, I'm gonna ask y'all this. Man. We got a couple more topics, and we're gonna get on out of here. But I gotta say, I, I followed a lot of what went on, and I've been to Vegas. I don't know if you guys have been to Vegas. I, I have been to Vegas. 
Um, I don't know how anybody's going to ever Vegas is able to do for a Super Bowl. I don't know how anybody's going to top it. Like, honestly. Yeah. Um, Vegas is it's already the king of entertainment. Just on, you go there, you go there September, September 19th. <laughs> Happens to be one of my kids' birthdays. So I don't know why I said that date. But September 19th, I just picked a random date. Wednesday, September 19th, 2027, and get your party on. You go to any time, you're 65 days, and you can get your party on. I'm just, I'm just saying, there's so much going yeah. on constantly in Vegas. There's no off season, right? There's no, you know, you know. They even added a fountain blue. I, I love fountain blue. I don't want in Miami, but they added a fountain blue out in Vegas. Like, like you already took and none added that to another level. So they had parties everywhere because it's Vegas. So you, they probably had a thousand parties. I'm not exaggerating, guys. They probably had a thousand parties, Super Bowl parties. Everybody had a party. So I'm saying to myself, how do you top that whole city of the Super Bowl? No one, can, no one can match Vegas in this country. Who can? Come on. Mm-mm. Anyway, I'm looking, I, I thought. Look at all the different sports that that you have there. You've got the Las Vegas Aces for the WNBA. You've got the A's that are moving there. You've got the Raiders that are there. I mean, you've got you got a whole bunch of just sports stuff, let alone entertainment. I mean, if if New York is a city that never sleeps, then Vegas has to be the city that refuses to take a nap. That's really what it boils down to. Yeah, yeah, I I let me tell you something. I love New York. I've been to New York literally in my life hundreds of times. It's only two hours from me. New York can't, New York can't fuck with Vegas when it comes to this. No. New York, New York's a great – first of all, they don't, even got, they don't even got a football stadium to even host the game. You've got to go to New Jersey. <laughs> it's only 10 miles, but still, you got to go to New Jersey. So, no, they can't. They New York can't. But I like the way you put that. It's the city that won't take a nap. No, they they really won't. <laughs> they won't even doze off. Nope. Uh, my, well, I know the next time it is in Vegas, I'm just going just off GP. I don't even want to go to the game. I just want to go to Vegas. Uncle lives there and uh, sent me a picture, and guess who he's shaking hands or taking a picture with? Uh, uh, former uh, Bear Mike Singletary. I'm like, oh, I'm the play the clip. Really? <laughs> you just going to get yeah, a picture that's... with him like that and send it to me? I was like, yeah. damn, okay. That'll be saved in my phone for forever. <laughs> hey, Coach, you want winners still? <laughs> yeah. 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 And you try, you try, you try to, Jay, Jay's trying to cue me up. See, that's what Jay was just trying to do. He He's trying to cue me up. And uh, I don't even know if I can find that damn clip. Yeah, um, single chair. I'd have been crushing that button. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there it is. No, no, no. You, you don't want me to go much further. Go right ahead. Ask the question. Vernon, Vernon just, uh, it was something that I told everybody at the very beginning of the week. I will not tolerate um, players that, think it's about them when it's about the team. And um, we, cannot make, we cannot make decisions that cost the team and then come off the sideline and it's nonchalant. No. You know what? I, I, this is how I believe, okay? I'm from the old school. I believe this. I would rather play with ten people and just get penalized all the way until we got to do something else rather than play with 11 when I know that right now that person is not sold out to be a part of this team. It is more about them than it is about the team. I cannot play with them, cannot win with them, cannot coach with them. 
Can't do it. I want winners. I want people that want to win. I still think that's one of the all-time great rants. Um, There's your boy. There's your boy. Um, So, um, all right. So I had originally, well, let me ask you guys a question. Let me ask you guys what you want to do. Okay. Um, I had thought we would, we would wrap up tonight, but we really didn't get all of Dr. Train and understood, you know, you got to work. We all got to work. We all got things to do. Um, would you guys like to come on one more week and do kind of a wrap up show? Yeah. Come back today, do a wrap up show. And then, you know, you know, we can, you know, me and Jay can talk a little bit of Cowboys, K-Star can kind of talk about the Steelers because they're very much in play. And most importantly, and I, 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 I am going to enjoy listening to Dr. Train give us his take on arguably, nah, it's not arguably, the hottest topic in the offseason, what the Bears going to do with quarterback. That's the, top, that's the top story now. Everything shifts now. We're done with the regular season. Mahomes done one MVP. He's going to Disneyland. You know, hey, all of that stuff. Dallas is Dallas didn't hire Belichick. They done, you know, hired looks like Mike Zimmer's their coach. We'll talk about that, right? All the coaching vacancies are filled. We got free agencies gonna be coming up. That's gonna be huge. But the draft, everyone's looking at the draft and everybody's looking at as train would say, I'm gonna find it. I'm gonna find it before next week. I'm gonna try at least. Quarterbacks, right? So um <laughs> on this on this show, and arguably, I think, other than maybe the limited insiders that actually talked directly to the team, nobody knows the Bears like Dr. Train. Nobody. 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 So are, are you guys down to come back next Tuesday night? For sure down. Make sure I get out of here 10, 15 minutes earlier. Don't have to worry about getting stuck. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. So let's so do, a lot, let's of, do kind of, a lot of meat meat left on the bone. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot. Let's let's so let's do we'll consider that and I mean the good news is we run we, we, we decide what we wanna do. We wanna do a couple of more shows, you know, we can, we wanna just do we'll tentatively say that'll be the end of the season show, but if it gets good to us and wanna come back because we left something or something happens, you know. What I like the beauty is even though we kinda still that's it for a while, um, I love when I get a text from one of you guys. Usually it's trained. That'll text me and be like, hey, T, you know, this happened. Can we do a show? <laughs> you know, <laughs> and I'm sitting there like, well, I was about to go to the beach, but okay, let's go. Let's do a show. <laughs> I'll do the show from the beach. You know what I mean? So um, I actually, I actually, I actually enjoy that. So, okay. So we'll pause on all the other topics. We want to talk Steelers because I, I saw today that the only quarterback going to be left on the Steelers roster is, uh, uh, what's his name? Um, that it got Pickett. hurt. Yeah, Pickett. Kenny Pickett. Mm. Yeah, so Damn, and then Mason so, Rudolph Walker. Okay. Yeah. So, um, so we our team, and then there's a few other stories out there that we've got to touch on, and so yeah, this will be great. So okay, so we'll come back next Tuesday night, and we'll get into some of this other off season stuff, which I think will be fun. Um, all right. So then on that note, we'll we'll call it for the night. Um. Dr. Train last to come on first to give his final thoughts. Oh, man. All right. Hey, looking forward to next week's conversation. Uh, man, hate I missed all of back and forth. I know y'all had some good good conversation about the Super Bowl. I will simply say, like I said in the text, 
dude, just at this point, uh, I'm just I'm just gonna just respect greatness. <laughs> respect the Andy Reid Mahomes combo. Respect that dude is the best quarterback in the league, and respect that you cannot bet against him no matter what. Good luck. Um, geez, but overall, it was a good game. I think the longest Super Bowl in NFL history, literally down to how many seconds was left when he scored? Three to six. Three. I can't even. I can't three seconds, and. Don't know if y'all said this, but the play that they ran to score that touchdown is the same play they ran twice on the Eagles' last Super Bowl to get two touchdowns when the Eagles was locking them up offensively. Send that man in motion? Nope, I'm not going all the way. I'm going back where I came from. Fucking wide open. Ah, freaking Andy Reid. They just know when to run it and execute it perfectly. Um, Outside of that, I don't know if I said this last week. I don't remember if I said this. Louis Brother J, I'll be your way, March 20th through the 24th. Okay. Ah, awesome. shit. Let's just, yep, yep, let's get ready. Let's get ready to get awesome. I'll be there for, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll be there for a Nesby, uh, Nesby conference. <laughs> look at T trying to, look at T checking flights, trying to figure out how you're going to sneak down. You know I'll be, it's okay. Like, <laughs> what, I <laughs> what I got going on tomorrow, man? I can March 20th through the 24th. Uh, yeah, because they're kicking me out of my hotel room on the 24th. So, yeah, so <laughs> from there. But um, yeah, I'll be there. I'll be I'll be there for for a conference. So just wanted to make sure I get a heads up. Uh, looking forward to next week conversation when we talk about quarterbacks. I'm just saying, let's go, baby. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> love it, love it. Outside of that, uh, the last thing I'll say is. Uh, uh, T, honestly, um, when you said you love to hear from us when we say you wanna, we want to have a show, rightfully, man, when topics come up and I hear all the stuff, noise from the analysts, and so like everyone is freaking spitting out the same narrative, I like to hear from us because it's just different, right? Our perspectives are different. We just we look at things through a, through a different lens, and we don't just follow mm-hmm. what everyone says, you know. And and I love the the back and forth that we can get into when it comes to those topics. So yeah, pop up shows are that's what they're for. Love it, love it. Okay, K Star. Yep. Congrats to the Chiefs. Um, we want to say we talk more next week. And I feel like the biggest play that no one's talking about is that missed extra point. Like Amen. The whole mass of the Super Bowl, all of it, mm. it changed mm. so much. Um, God, the Niners had so many opportunities, but that was such a big play. Uh, people don't really talk about it too much, but um, anyway, a lot of meat left on the bone. Shout out to uh, Mahomes, Andy Reid, best coach, quarterback coach combo in the league, and that's you know our bread and butter is a TMV show, and, and what we rightfully point to as a the deciding factor. So great season. Okay, JB. Yeah, amen on that one, K-Star. That, that blocked extra point changed the uh, trajectory of the entire game, and it changed how plays were called from that point forward. Definitely right. Um, I'll actually be in Jacksonville, K-Star, on the night of the 28th. I would say let's get up and get together, but it's really a down and back to meet up with a client. I'm unfortunately not going to have any time. So hopefully you can come on mm-hmm. up uh, in March. 
and, and we can all get together, that would be great. Um, shout out to Mahomes. Shout out to the Chiefs. They they earned that victory. Can't take anything away from them. Um, it just goes to show you with that game going back to K-Star's point, it's offense, defense, and special teams, especially when you're talking about two evenly matched uh, clubs going for, for the, the chip. And it, it, all facets of the game have to be taken into account. Um, looking forward to the next week. We'll be able to really dive into things and um, wrap this this whole year up with a nice pretty bow. Looking forward to it. Yeah, um, I really like what Train said about the, the pop-up shows, and I really think you covered what I've believed in a long time. I think we have a a formula that I personally – and I, I personally like it. I watch and listen to a lot of shows because – you know, there are times that um, I think I can learn and bring it back to all of us and to try something a little bit different um, to keep us, you know, cutting edge. And the, the, the challenge is how do we take the Madden voice, which, frankly, if we got larger, we probably would have to change the name. <laughs> um, but how do we take this? to the next level, and that's something we all should think about because we're right now in the golden era of podcasts, okay? Everyone's doing a podcast now, everybody. Now, most of them are doing it live and it's streaming somewhere or showing up on YouTube, okay? Um, and then there's people that shouldn't be doing podcasts that are doing them, Micah Parsons. Um, but there's, there's a lot of uh, podcasts out there. How do we – we've been doing this a long time and how do we capitalize on the popularity because I think if people were to hear about the mad voice and actually give us a listen they're going to hear something different and unique it's not a regurgitation of what's on TV it's unique it's different sometimes we're cutting edge and controversial ourselves you know but there's a number of times I'm st- I'm sorry I still can't say I don't recall people comparing Patrick Holmes to Michael Jordan I did it and maybe I'm wrong, but then all of a sudden I'm hearing it everywhere now. He's Michael Jordan. He's Michael Jordan. Quarterback, head coach. We started talking about that on this show. Then that that one for so sure, cool. I feel like, came from there. I, I'm serious. Yeah. I, I, I swear I feel like that one did. <laughs> and, 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 and I'll tell you, I remember it that years ago, ESPN said on a recent podcast, ba-boop, 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 and it was us. They didn't give us the credit, but they said on a recent podcast, boop, 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 boop. So I think we've got something special. we just got to figure out how we elevate it. Last thing I'll say is congratulations. He was on the show years ago, Dwight Freeney, Hall of Fame inductee. Um, and it's just, you know, at some point I will, or not next week, but at some point I'll replay in honor of, of Dwight Freeney, uh, Connecticut, Connecticut guy, went to Bloomfield. Um, I know his father, although I haven't talked to his father in years, but I know his father. Um, and it's just, it's just, you know, it's just nice to be able to say, hey, that guy was on the Madden voice, and I was going into the – I think, he, right, that's the final – those are all the people that are going in, right? That last, yep. Uh, yep. Yeah, yep. yeah, so he's going into the Hall of Fame, and he was on the Madden voice, right? How many shows can say that, right? And we don't have pro football players, right? We don't have any – you know what I mean? We're all just everyday, you know, people, so – Congratulations to Joy Freeney. So uh, for Dr. Train, for K-Star, for JB, thank you all. Congratulations to the Chiefs. We'll be back next week. We're going to get deep into some very, very interesting topics. Check us out. And, hey, I'll say it one last time. 
the feud was settled on the field. Congratulations to the Chiefs. See you next week. Good night, everybody.